Welcome to Access Utah. I'm Tom Williams. As you probably have heard by now, a Cache Valley Elementary School art teacher was fired after he had his class pass around prints of classical art from a collection of postcards from the school's library, which included prints of nude paintings. The teacher, Matteo Reda, said he didn't know those paintings were part of the set and would not have used them. This story drew international press coverage. Dreda and the Cache County School District have reached an agreement in the case. We're going to talk about this on the program today. And our guests uh, later in the program, it will include Cami Jensen, the mother of one of the students involved, and Virginia Catherell, curator of education at Utah Museum of Fine Arts. But right now we bring in uh, uh, teacher Mateo Rueda. Welcome to the program. Hello, Tom. We appreciate you taking the time to, uh, to be with us. Um, the, you and the district have reached an agreement. Are you satisfied with that agreement? Uh, yeah, I'm satisfied. I believe it's what it's fair, um, even though that might not be uh, usually what the public opinion wants uh, in a sense of, uh, you know, like creating a lawsuit or things like that. So, mm-hmm. but, but I, I stand for, for the agreement. I think it's, it puts me in a good place. And you're you're satisfied that you'll you'll get a, a fair shake going forward. You're you're open. The district says you're welcome to apply for other positions. I guess without prejudice in the future. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I, I hope that's the case. Okay. And you've said that your that your biggest concern was your reputation going forward. You you wanted your reputation intact. Yeah, in in professional terms, I am. Uh, student with a master's degree in fine arts, and um, I graduated uh, here at Utah State University. Um, it's a lot of work, a lot of dedication, and a lot of passion towards what you do, and um, I decided to also become an educator, and, and, you know, you need good credentials, so it was definitely something important to, you know, to fight for. Why did you want to uh, to add uh, education, especially, I guess, at the elementary school level? You're t- teaching, I guess in this case, it was fifth and sixth graders. Yeah. Well, I was teaching from K to six. Okay. Uh, and, and what I can add, um, just as a personal opinion, I think it's, it's to allow more time for uh, just a, a broader level of interaction with the students um, because... There's definitely very little time. Hmm. So uh, let, let's uh, talk a little bit about uh, your perspective of what happened. Uh, I think the, the broad outlines we've we've uh, we've painted, if you if you will. Um, so uh, I think this was at the end of a of a class. You're talking about color, right? And so you go to the library and invite mm-hmm. the students to open uh, art books, and uh, some students uh, get the postcards. Yeah, correct. Uh, they got the postcards. Um, and usually, uh, the, the way I conduct my class demands, um, you know, uh, uh, a lot of like good behavior. And, and um, for example, if there's a concern or something, children have to um, make a line, you know, and, and whatnot. And, and that way, we can actually address the problems. But I started to notice that some of them were like, um, like smirking, laughing, uh, and eventually, a girl uh, ended up. Uh, you know, showing concerns about some of the images that uh, contained uh, nudity, uh, w- amongst other images that were also, um, um, you know, uh, different in a way. They they were not that comfortable, you could say. Uh, a good example would have been uh, the fountain from Duchamp, 
which which is a urinal. So 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 I I noticed the confusion, um, and from that point I decided to address the whole class and uh, uh, explain to them um, the, the the context behind these images, just lead them to understand that the they should not be considered uh, something wrong because they were saying it was wrong, and um, I just you know felt felt like a proper um explanation about um, this type of art was necessary at that time for the children instead of um choosing to um some 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 obscurity in the ma- matter because mm-hmm. my, as a teacher the way i approach the kids is in a, through a genuine um, uh interaction and it just felt right and i I'm glad I, you know, stuck to my convictions about the matter. What what did you want to convey about, I guess you were talking about nudity in art. Some of the students had been accidentally ex- exposed to this at the, this level. You wanted to put this in context. What what it, what was that context? Um, the context is the essentially the um, fact that the artist... Um, one way or another, is not focusing on creating images related to, like, eroticism or, like, to, to imply any form of, uh, you know, uh, sex uh, in it. Uh, it's more about a representation of the human body. And, and, and I believe one that has earned its recognition through history and through its time and, and very relevant to understand part of our humanism uh, yeah. Um, so uh, at least one of the parents reported in the in the, in the newspaper um, after conversation with her son uh, took issue with mm-hmm. that uh, that talk that you that brief talk that you gave the students uh, trying to put that in context. Yeah, um, I believe they said I belittled their 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 children. Um, now I have find that very hard and and it is an assessment of character at that point of who I am as a person you know if I am letting go of negative feelings with the kids or things like that but um I believe that is something that it's for me what what mattered there is is the fact that other students were capable of understanding the situation uh, fairly well, and 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 I'm sure you'll get a better sense of it when you talk with Cami. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, I, um, how to put it, um, have been capable of building relationships with people here as an artist, uh, working for local businesses, uh, working for festivals, and my work, one way or another, has been a bridge in, in communication between uh, them and I, and different types of people and I think they've got to know me very well as a person as an educator and um, and um, yeah I mean again I am a genuine person and I think that's why my classroom was so successful uh, and the kids were capable of appreciating that too a more human uh, you know person to person type of dynamic if I uh, made someone feel bad I can definitely address the situation and talk about it. I think that's that's what should be done hmm. instead of going to you know harsher conclusions and pointing fingers. <laughs> 
Now, uh, this was uh, this exposure to nudity. The kids these this age was accidental. You you say it's uh, these you didn't know that uh, these prints of uh, of nude paintings were in the the postcards uh, set. Mm-hmm. Um, wh- when is it appropriate? Is it college level, high school? Would would you say that you you said you wouldn't have selected these, or you wouldn't have selected the postcards if if you'd known the nudes uh, had been in there? Fifth and sixth graders, that too early? What when 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 should? Uh, I mean, uh, for for uh, I am very aware as a, as a you know as a person that is not from Cash Valley. I am originally from uh, Bogota, Colombia, and um, I, I've. I've been capable of understanding. Uh, I don't know, like like I've been around, I've traveled around, and uh, ending up in Hiram teaching elementary uh, at an elementary level uh, definitely allows me to understand that there is a more conservative way of things. And you know, this where school provided material, and when this happens, I understand that it's not a good situation at all. Not something that I would deem appropriate in that context. Now, when it comes to the images by themselves, um, these images belong to museums. These images uh, make part of um, one or another. Um, they're curated in a sense that admittance, it's for every age, in, you know? And um, I mean, that's, I think that speaks about what, you know, in, in a global consensus would be understood as appropriate or modest, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and, and what is not. So... If it was my kids, I would have no issue uh, showing them this type of work. Hmm. But you, uh, I guess you, you said you understand this is a pretty conservative uh, area, and so I guess that that would have an effect as well. I want to talk about uh, beyond the nudes. Um, you mentioned the, <laughs> the painting of a urinal. There are, you know, art. <laughs> um, yeah. Art is a can can make people uncomfortable. In fact, the artist sometimes wants to make people uncomfortable and uh, that's part of art and so that must yeah. be part of a consideration especially of uh, children this age fifth and sixth graders mm-hmm. uh, imagine you try to think through what what to present to them from the art world and what not to yeah yeah i agree um i i mean it's very hard for i think any art teacher uh, to kind of try to manage or deal with the preconceived notions that children have about certain uh, subjects, uh, and one especially related to nudity. Because, um, again, um, if you're told that this is wrong and just say no, uh, it it can lead to uh, disassociation of, of certain dynamics when it comes to actual exposure of inappropriate nudity. Uh, and and uh, in, in my opinion, I believe that this is a great way to understand the human body and whatnot. But I don't know if I answered your question properly, though. I, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I think that's <laughs> I think that's that's good, and that leads me to another question. That, as you're no doubt yeah. very aware, um, one of the parents uh, reported this incident to police and uh, and indicated they thought perhaps this was pornography. Yeah, yeah, I, I mean. Um, Definitely, it's it was a course of action that uh, led to further uh, consequences, repercussions. Um, essentially, um, you know, I, I got very worried because those are serious accusations of criminal activity, and uh, 
And at that uh, very moment, also the district uh, chose to uh, terminate me, meaning that I was no longer being represented. Uh, so, I, so I was left to my own bounds, you know, and, and that is not, 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 not a good feeling, you mm-hmm. know, just being there. I, I was, I was looking at my wife, like being like, what, what, what the hell is going on? I mean, what, what world do we live in that I don't feel safe? <laughs> mm-hmm. So, so, yeah, um, I don't understand why i i wonder why for sure one of the parents chose to uh do that but uh yeah it definitely led to to some uh, repercussions that affected me uh for sure and the uh the the county prosecutor uh, looked at the paintings and said this is <laughs> this is not pornography and so that the, there were no charges filed uh, in, yeah. in that situation uh, i want to hear i want to we have a, a clip of some audio this is just uh, 30 or 40 seconds this is uh Cache mm-hmm. County School District uh, official giving their perspectives. I believe this is Gary Thomas, District's uh, Executive Director of Elementary Education. Let's hear this. The conflict between the Cache County School District and Mr. Rueda has been resolved at this point in a satisfactory manner for both of us. And at this point, our number one concern is that we can move forward and educate kids. That's our number one job. As far as uh, Mr. Rueda is concerned, he's welcome to apply for any positions in the future that he might be qualified for. So do you again? You know, I'd ask you, and you said you you do feel good about the agreement that was reached. Um, mm-hmm. I wonder. Uh, and the district further went on to say they're going to evaluate the district's art materials and policies. What if you were giving input on that? I, I'm, I'm guessing they haven't reached out to you for input at this point. But if you were giving input, what would what what should the policies and materials look like? <laughs> uh, I mean, it 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 depends on the you know, uh, common culture <laughs> of, the, of, of, of wherever you are. Like, in my opinion, um, art is one of the biggest, um, I don't know, like, uh, examples of self-understanding and can lead to a lot of personal freedom when it comes to thought and, and, and whatnot. In my opinion, uh, uh, this type of nudity should be addressed properly, you know, and, and kind of like be allow, allow, you know, the students and the parents uh, to make an some form of a, you know, a association with what the context means and what it matters, and and not the one that is uh, just uh, thinking that nudity is sex by default, and that's the only thing. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to materials and whatnot, um, I think take, removing those types of uh, uh, images is just it's just uh, leading again to obscurantism. I don't think it's the way to go, but uh, you know. Hopefully they make the right decisions, and um, that was something that we asked from them. So uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see if they work hard on it or if they just, you know, maybe do a couple of changes. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, from the reporting, it appears that uh, the the images in question were shredded. I guess I'm, I'm hearing you uh, disagree with that. Uh, yeah, I mean, um, that's what the sheriff, the deputy, said. Yeah. Uh, but um, I was not there. I was not present when mm-hmm. things were being shredded. I believe um, it, it was based on the, the, the good intentions of the principal just being like, well, I don't want this to be here because it has already led to problems. So, so you know, um, I think uh, the whole point that uh, the principal was caught shredding the material was just like cherry on top situation. Mm-hmm. Uh 
but I don't think it was out of ill will or anything from the principal's end or the district, for that mm-hmm. matter. They just wanted to move on. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, finally, Mateo Rueda, uh, what's uh, what's your future? You, you, are you open to applying for another position in the cash district? You go to another district, um, concentrating your uh, own work. What are you going to do? Well, out of out of all of this controversy, um, there has definitely been a lot of support from inside uh, Cash Valley, but also outside. And um, a lot of people involved with the art education system or art education in general um, have offered me, you know, like to me to give them the resume and find something to do, which for that I am deeply grateful. And it, it just kind of opens a lot of opportunities. Uh, it also opens to me an opportunity of being a voice for, uh, you know, uh, art education and this type of situations uh, in more conservative places. Um, I think my uh, approach to all this matter is to think about opening my own art academy, do my own tutoring uh, with the appropriate amount of time and and just not allowing like this rather uh, hierarchical systems to, you know, take over my career in a way that I just don't agree with uh, when it comes to time management and, and you know, uh, the type of, um, I don't know, proper education I feel art uh, right now uh, is would be more relevant for um, children and, and young adults at this this time of, you know, in, in life. <laughs> All right. Uh, we've reached the end of our time with Mateo Rueda. Until recently, he was art teacher at uh, Lincoln Elementary in Hiram in uh, Cache Valley. And uh, we appreciate you very much coming on with us. Thank you. Thank you, Tom. And uh, coming up later in the program, we'll be talking with Virginia Catherall, curator of education at Utah Museum of Fine Arts. Following a break, we're going to be talking with Cami Jensen, the mother of one of the students over there at uh, Lincoln Elementary. More following this break. Thanks for listening to Access Utah. I'm Tom Williams. We're talking about the, this uh, case in Cache Valley. An elementary school art teacher was fired after he had his class pass around prints of classical art from a collection of postcards from the school's library. They included prints of nude paintings. The teacher says he didn't know those paintings were part of the set, would not have used them. The story has uh, drawn international press coverage. Rueda, the teacher, Mateo Rueda, and the Cache County School District have reached an agreement in the case, and we're talking about this on the program today. You're welcome to join this conversation. Hope that you will with your perspective at 800-826-1495, 800-826-1495, or you can email us to upraccess at gmail.com, upraccess at gmail.com. Later in the program, we'll be talking with Virginia Catherall, Curator of Education at Utah Museum of Fine Arts, who works with uh, children who come through the museum there. Right now, we're talking with Cammie Jensen, mother of one of the students there at uh, Lincoln Elementary. Uh, Cammie Jensen, welcome to the program. Thank you for having me. We appreciate you uh, coming on with your uh, perspective. Um, so t- tell us, first of all, what, uh, what your daughter reported on, I guess, on that, on that day of the incident. So the day of the incident, I received an email after school, you know, stating that there was an incident in my daughter's art class and that I should talk to her about it, you know, and see how she felt about seeing European art style images. So, you know, she was at dance class immediately after school. When I picked her up about 7.30 that night, 
she got in my car and I said, you know, Bella, what happened at school today? And she was kind of taken back, you know, like, what what do you mean? And I said, in art, did something happen? And she said, oh, well, she said, yeah, a lot of kids were kind of freaking out and overreacting, you know, about an assignment that we were doing where we, you know, saw some some new paintings and, and things like that. And, you know, I said, well, Bella, how did you feel? Were you uncomfortable? And she said, no, not at all. It, it was just art and it was our assignment. You know, I wasn't uncomfortable. And so, you know, at that time, I didn't really feel like it was a big deal. You know, she didn't seem to think anything of it. Um, however, the following day, she came home from school. So this was Tuesday, and she was really upset. She said, Mom, everyone at school is talking about Mr. Mateo and saying that he's going to be fired for what happened in class yesterday. And I said, oh, Bella, you know, I'm sure they're just, you know, making up rumors and, and still kind of overreacting. It's going to blow over. I don't think it was a big deal, you know, and, and you don't think it was a big deal, right? And she said, no, I think this is just really weird that everybody is acting this way. So, um, you know, that next morning, Wednesday morning, I decided I better call the principal and just make sure I'm not missing anything. You know, I trust my daughter. She was there. She didn't seem uncomfortable. She seemed fine with the whole situation. But, you know, hearing these things and, you know, she was upset, you know, hearing these rumors. So I thought, okay, I better just make sure I'm not missing anything. So I called the principal, Jenny Bust, Wednesday morning and, you know, just expressed to her my concern, you know, hey, you know, am I missing anything? This is what Bella said. I did get the email. You know, I talked to her about it. This is what she's telling me. Am I missing anything? And, you know, she she backed up everything Bella said. She said, no, that, you know, that is what happened. She said, you know, really, there's not any more to add to the story, you know, other than the fact that we're just a little more concerned with how he handled the situation rather than the images that were seen. And so, you know, then I asked her, well, how did he handle the situation? And she said, well, and she said, you know, I, I don't really know. I'm just hearing you know, different things from parents saying that, you know, he, he told the children to grow up and, you know, which I don't, I still don't see that that was really out of line for him, you know, given the fact that my daughter told me how these children were acting towards him. You know, they were all approaching him with these images, you know, like he had he had said at the beginning of class, you, you may find some images you feel are inappropriate. If you do, please bring them up and put them on my desk. You don't have to talk about it. Um, if you want to talk about it, you know, I can answer questions, but, but please bring them to me. And my daughter said that the kids were taking him images that weren't even inappropriate by any standards. I mean, they were, you know, pictures that didn't contain any nudity or anything, you know, that would make probably anyone uncomfortable. And they were they were taking these images up and they were yelling at him and telling him he was going to be in so much trouble and saying that what he was doing was inappropriate. So I feel like he handled the situation way better than I probably could have, you know, in the same situation. So you, um, obviously your daughter wasn't uh, negatively affected by by Mr. Reyla's account, accidental exposure to, to nude images. He said he would not have selected these had he known they were there. Um, some parents had a, a different viewpoint. I don't know haven't heard, you know, from, from the kids. It's It's been the parents that have been reported in, in the news, and that's usually how it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, 
one of the parents said that uh, she received a report from her son that uh, what he was especially concerned about was uh, Mr. Rueda's uh, talk, brief talk at the end of the class. Right. See, and, and my daughter, I don't know that she was in that same class as that child. They, there were two different classes. My daughter was in the fifth grade class. And, you know, my daughter's account of the event does not reflect anything negative, you know, that Mateo said. She, you know, the worst thing that, that I've heard, you know, that, that he said was, you know, he told the children to grow up and to act mature. And, you know, as, as far as I'm concerned, you know, that was appropriate. I think, you know, given, you know, the fact that he was kind of caught off guard with these images being there and the children being exposed to them, he handled it very well. Um, you know, my daughter, she did say that, you know, she wasn't really focusing so much on the images rather than the lesson. I had, you know, the lesson was to look for the colors within the pictures. And so she said, Mom, I wasn't really focused on the images. I was focused more on the lesson, and that was to look for the colors within the pictures. And so, you know, I think the other children were just more focused on the actual images rather than, you know, the lesson at hand. And, you know, if they would have just done the lesson the way that it was, you know, instructed to them, it probably, you know, wouldn't have been an issue. But they, they couldn't see past, I guess, some of these images to do the lesson at hand and to to be a little more grown up about it and handle it a little better. And I'm not saying that these children didn't have the right to feel uncomfortable. I get, you know, that that they do have that right. And if they were uncomfortable, you know, I feel like it should be addressed. And, and I, you know, at the end of the day, like everything that I'm hearing from all these parents, you know, that I know personally, the ones that are having issues with it, they keep saying that it's not about the images. It's not about the images, but, you know, at the end of the day, they keep bringing up the images. And, you know, my whole theory behind all of this is that, you know, they they can't make it about the images because then that takes Mateo out of the equation. Then, you know, it's just against the school board and, and the principal because they are the ones that provided the material. So to me, I feel like they're, they're trying to divert it and, and find a way to put it more on the teacher, you know, where I just don't feel like that's right because, you know, I haven't heard anything for me that, that even justifies, you know, what has happened to him, the repercussions that he's faced because of this, I just don't feel like are appropriate for, you know, what I've heard, you know, how he handled it. I mean, even the worst things that I've heard that I don't know, you know, if they're true or not, I still don't feel like, you know, it justifies what they did to him. Hmm. What, uh, uh, leaving, the, I guess, the, all, all the uh, ancillary activities aside or the the, the controversy. What about uh, the images? Is and and Mr. Reda said that that was you know was accidental. He would not have chosen those. When is it appropriate as, as a parent? Uh, when when would you think it's appropriate for your son or daughter to to be exposed to, to nude images? Well, you know, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, my daughter was okay with what she saw. You know, and I hadn't shown her anything, you know, like this prior to her seeing this at school. Um, you know, but, but she is an open-minded child. I feel like she is mature. I, I feel like, you know, it, it kind of depends on the child for sure. Um, you know, after going through this experience, I feel like it's, it's only made, you know, it better for my daughter to be able to talk about these things. And, 
you know, I feel like that parents kind of missed that opportunity, you know, to have that talk with their children and, and to kind of, you know, just use this as a teaching moment rather than, you know, we're, we're going to make this such a negative, awful thing. I mean, these are classical paintings and, and this is a huge part of, you know, our world. I mean, these, these images are, you know, really amazing. And, and I feel like, you know, we, we just missed a huge opportunity here to just educate our children and talk about it. And, and the ones that were uncomfortable too, you know, to, to let them know that, yeah, sometimes, you know, this stuff does make us so uncomfortable, but you know, this, this is what it is. And, you know, I feel like not doing that kind of just sets your children up for, you know, just a whole lot of other, you know, really unanswered questions that come in the future. So, you know, for me, I didn't, I didn't have an issue with the images or with my daughter seeing them because she handled it very well. What do you, uh, I'll preface this with, with just putting myself, perhaps, this is total supposition, in the place of school officials or district officials. So going forward, we'd have, we've had this controversy, and I'm sure they're hoping this is, you know, dies down and we go on. Um, they'll be looking at policies, they say, and uh, what changes need to be happening in the policies. But but if I put myself in their, their place, I might think, uh, boy, I'm going to err on the side of safety from now on. We're going to stay away from anything that might have a hint of controversy. Uh, I wonder if, uh, if, if that worries you as a parent, that you, that you want them to teach in areas that, that might get into controversy in the future. No, it, it really concerns me. You know, so I have a daughter that now attends Mountain Crest. She went through Lincoln Elementary School. And the whole time she was there, she had more of a craft class. I and mean, she never really had any real art instruction. And, you know, prior to Mateo being hired at that school, that is exactly what it was. It was more of a craft class. There was no art instruction. There was no, you know, information about art history ever being presented to these children. And so... For me, I feel like, you know, it it really is sad. Um, you know, now that my daughter is at Mountain Crest and she's taking art classes from, you know, a teacher who, who has great credentials and they're actually learning art concepts and they're learning art history. I mean, she is, she is doing amazing things. You know, now if she would have had that instruction from an earlier age, if she would have been able to get that, you know, when she was at the elementary level, I mean, I, I can't even imagine what she would be doing right now. So, you know, to me, it's, sad that I feel like the children are having to wait, you know, so far into their education to get this actual art instruction. Because, you know, to my knowledge, it's not being taught even in middle school. And, you know, for us to have someone like Mateo in the elementary school on that level, to me, was just amazing. You know, I feel like he was overqualified for the position. I feel like, you know, he probably does belong somewhere else because of his credentials. But, you know, I I thought we were we just won the lottery having him there you know to to want to be there and to want to teach on that level was you know amazing and I I saw it in my daughter that is at Lincoln who was 10 years old you know just in the short period of time that Mateo was there the things that she has learned and you know the things that she's been able to apply just from his teachings it's been amazing and if she were to continue you know throughout her elementary education through middle school up to high school I mean, I think it would be phenomenal what these kids would be able to do and what they would learn. What if you could expand on that? I was just thinking about that, you know, generally the role of arts education in uh, in school in general and in elementary uh, school. As you probably know, there's 
there's an ongoing debate about this and uh, whether we not we ought to focus on reading, writing, arithmetic and uh, whether things like art education are expendable. What mm-hmm. uh, what does your daughter get from from art? So, you know, it's it's really just opened her eyes to a whole new world of opportunity. I mean, I feel like it really just engages that creativity that, you know, a lot of kids have, but it's kind of suppressed. Um, and it brings that out. And in doing so, you're just, you're using, you know, a whole other part of your brain that isn't used in, you know, these other types of classes. I mean, of course, we need it all. I feel like, you know, these children just benefit so much from being educated and not just, you know, in in one or two different areas, in, in all of the areas that, you know, I feel like education is just so important and we should take advantage of all that it has to offer. And, you know, like you, like I said, you know, I feel like we would definitely just see remarkable things from these children once they get, you know, to the high school level, having had this type of instruction, you know, throughout their early education. And, you know, I mean, without it, like, they can get there, but I feel like they do have to work a lot harder, and, and you know, it's fun. Like, they're learning, but at the same time, it's fun, and it's an outlet, and it's a way for them to express themselves, you know, and, and yeah, you have instruction on how to do things, but, you know, at the same time, you get to use your own creativity, and I think that that's so important to put your own spin on things. Uh, finally, do you, um, the, the, Mr. Dueda and, and the district have reached an agreement they put out a joint statement. Uh, Mr. Dureda said he's satisfied with that agreement. Or what, what about you? Oh, gosh. I mean, it's it's bittersweet. You know, from the beginning, I've I've been in Mateo's corner, and all I really did want for him was to have his name cleared. And I feel like they've done that for him. But, you know, at the same time, it's it's sad for, for me and for my children and for all of the children who attend Lincoln Elementary School because we don't have him anymore. And, you know, and that's not going to change. And so, um, you know, for me, I would have loved to have had him come back to Lincoln and to be able to teach there. And, you know, it's sad that, that we lost him. And, um, you know, at the same time, I I feel like it's kind of selfish on my part to, you know, expect that he could go back to that school after all of the controversy. Um, so I'm happy for him and happy that he's in a good place and that he feels at peace with their decision, but I'm definitely sad that he won't be influencing my children anymore. We have been talking uh, with Cammie Jensen. She's mother of one of the students at uh, Lincoln Elementary. She was uh, one of uh, Mateo Reyes' students. Um, Cammie Jensen, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. And we're going to take a break. When we come back, our final segment will feature a conversation with Virginia Catherell, curator of education at the Utah Museum of Fine Arts. We'll also get in an email. Uh, Michelle W. has emailed us. You can as well. We'd love to get your perspective on this case, which made international news. UPRaccess at gmail.com is where you'll email us, UPRaccess at gmail.com, or you can call us at 1-800-826-1495, 1-800-826-1495. More following this break. Thanks for listening to Access Utah. I'm Tom Williams. We've reached our last segment on this case, which has made international press. 
Uh, Cache Valley Elementary School art teacher was fired after he had his class pass around prints of classical art from a collection of postcards from the school's library, which included prints of nude paintings. The teacher, Mateo Rueda, said he didn't know those paintings were part of the set and would not have used them. The story drew international press coverage. Rueda and the Cache County School District have reached an agreement in the case. We're talking about this on the program uh, today, and we have talked with Mateo Rueda. We've also talked with a parent, Cammie Jensen, and we bring in now Virginia Catherell, uh, Curator of Education at Utah Museum of Fine Arts. Welcome to the program. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm guessing you've been following this. Uh, what, uh, what are your general thoughts? Yeah, it, it, it um, was funny when it first happened. I received a lot of emails and a lot of texts from concerned people in the community, um, mostly concerned because um, of the idea that showing classical nude art in the classroom was considered so shocking. Um, and they and people who reached out to me wanted to to say you know say something come come out for the Utah Museum of Fine Arts and and say your side of it. So I'm really glad to be here today. Okay, um, and uh, we'll, we'll get your side of it. Uh, I guess preceding that, and then I want to read this email, which which gets us into uh, into kind of your side of, the, of this. Um, so what? Uh, what's your job there curator of education i guess you you uh, take people through the museum there so what i do is i um create curriculum for um the museum for the exhibits we have i also train our docents who are uh volunteer teachers in the museum <clears throat> excuse me um and they um so i train the the teachers who take children through the museum and we definitely train them about how to talk about nude art and how to um how to um show children nude art um and so i i create all the curriculum for people to do that in the museum okay let me read this uh, email from this is from michelle w who has emailed us to upraxcess at gmail.com you can as well love to get your perspective upraxcess at gmail.com so here's michelle w it appears this whole situation has been blown out of proportion and almost a witch hunt i understand cash valley has conservative values which are reasonable however it's folly to live in this bubble and not understand that different cultures and nations have different views especially when it comes to art while in Paris, children of varying ages are on field trips going to museums that have a lot of these same images. That culture doesn't make a big deal out of art like this, and I think the parents could have also not made a big deal about this and explained it differently to their children. It also sounds like Mr. Matteo was viewed as more of an outsider instead of being given the benefit of the doubt. Tolerance and being open to other cultures and viewpoints are important, especially now more than ever. That's Michelle uh, W., so, Michelle, I especially wanted to read this uh, while you were on uh, Virginia Catherell because uh, she does mention children going to museums. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, we have children of all ages coming through our museum, um, and we do have nudes in our museum. We have nudes in almost every gallery, um, and uh, we we bring kids through. We we talk about art. They um, Sometimes we talk about the paintings or the sculptures that have nudity. Sometimes we don't. Um, and we... Um, we believe that it's an important part of art education, important part of all education, to be able to really understand visual images and to be able to understand the history of art, um, which is the history of human creativity. And so we don't censor um, what we show, and we um, bring them through, and we've always had such great um, feedback from parents and teachers. Imagine context is important, or do, do you just take them through? You, you write curriculum. What, uh, how, how do you treat uh context, if you do, about the nudes? 
So usually with the curriculum that we bring through, we don't, especially with young children, um, we don't we don't have the curriculum that specifically these are nudes and let's talk about it. Um, we usually focus on other things, um, such as um, what the, what the teacher was talking about. Sometimes we talk about color. Sometimes we talk about um, animals in art, or sometimes we talk about the context, like the history that the art was painted in. Um, but inevitably, there is um, there is there is nudes in the galleries or we might be looking at a nude art. And inevitably, we do have every once in a while a child who who um, snickers or someone who says, oh, my goodness, I've, you know, I've never, they're shocked. Um, and we train our, our docents, our volunteer teachers, to be able to then um, talk about it, say, what about this painting or what about this sculpture do you find um, to be shocking or that you think is, is um something to be snickered at, and let's talk about it. And then we talk about it in a way, just as Mr. Robeda did, um, that that there's many reasons that people create nude art, not just for the erotic reason, which is which is one reason, but it's, a, it's just one of hundreds of different reasons that people create nude art. And not understanding all those different reasons and not being exposed to all those reasons then is it becomes a deficit in in children's understanding so we do address it right away usually we address it the children really um because they're not forbidden from looking at it they become much more mature um viewers of it and then they can go on and go back to their curriculum of color or animals or whatever their curriculum is so I, I guess you would say it. I, I won't speak for you. Just ask you, um, Michelle W. talks about Paris. Children, you know, go on field trips to museums, see these images from young age, and she also mentions the Cache Valley has conservative values. How, how would you square those two? And I guess you would say, including in Utah, conservative uh, state, uh, children can benefit from going to the museum and seeing all images, including the images in question. Yes, yes, definitely. They can, um, and we we definitely encourage um, schools um, to come to the museum. It is um, something with our museum that all, all parents have to sign release forms and afford their kids to have uh, field trips. So, um, for the most part, people coming to our museum, the parents do know about coming to the museum um, and that they will be seeing nudes. But every once in a while, I, um, maybe once or twice a year, I will get a, a call from a principal or a teacher concerned about nudes in the museum and exposing the children to the nudes. And um, usually when I talk to them, I, t- I tell them all the reasons why it's important to bring their children and important to, to impress on their parents that they can they should um, allow their children to come because it's without it it's it's a deficit in their education and about half the time I can convince um principal or or kind of assure principals and teachers that that coming to the museum is a great idea and they come about half the time um the they decide that maybe it's not something that their school should be doing and then they don't come and that's totally up to them and so usually by the time they come to the museum people know what they're going to be seeing and so we we don't have a problem um, with aftermath because it is a place that people know they're going to come and see nudes. Uh, the uh, Cache uh, County School District uh, says they are going to be looking, revisiting their policies and their materials. What would you, if, if they were to reach out to you, how would you advise them? Um, I from from the museum's point of view we we um, really do respect whatever teachers and parents feel that is right for what they their constituents or their families um, but we advocate for not censoring 
um, showing this kind of breadth of human creativity that we that that being able to have children understand um, and look at a lot of these images that are part of human history that helps them discern then what they um, what kind of consumers of visual images out in the world that they're going to be because they are going to be seeing things in the world that maybe is not appropriate and being able to understand how to look at something and how to discern that and and that um, and that there is there are ways to navigate the world that's what the this visual literacy of looking at all images in a museum and art really do kind of help foster and so i do we do advocate for um, not censoring uh, visual images especially in the art history that has um, classical art that is considered art to be shown to um, children so yeah we advocate for that but we do respect whatever principals and families what they believe is right for who, who they're serving. I've been seeing, you know, some people in the comments to some of these stories have been talking about uh, how censorship can, can backfire. You can understand the impulse uh, t- toward it, but it, it can backfire. I'll give an example from, uh, from my high school years. We took a dual uh, credit class in biology. We were getting high school credit and college credit, so we had a college textbook which had a section of pictures uh, depicting childbirth. And for the and since we're high school kids, the, they cut out those pictures. Um, but one of my classmates got a hold of the uncut out version, and uh, so we all trooped around that textbook, and we saw the images anyway. Guess, uh-huh. you know, right. That's <laughs> sometimes what happens. Um, I wonder, uh, some of the specific images in question here that were in the, the, the group of postcards, uh, I don't know if you're, I guess you may be familiar with Amadeo Modigliani's Iris Tree and Francois yeah. Boucher's Odalisque. What mm-hmm. would you, how would you put those images in, uh, specific images in, in context? You know, what's, what's interesting um, specifically about the Odalisque that, um, that Boucher did is that is a long tradition of um, depicting the human form, specifically the female form. Um, many, many artists have painted the odalisque um, in many different ways, and there's a lot of loaded symbolism on that. Um, and that talking about that kind of symbolism is important because it's not only rooted in this idea of the the human body is beautiful, and you can talk about how the human body is beautiful. And um, all the different artists that have created it have created have painted many different types of the human body. Um, but it's also, quite honestly, rooted in also sexism. And so talking about, which is very relevant today, this idea of, of objectifying the female body and why are there f- so few male odalists and there's so many female odalists and, and having this kind of sociological discussion can really bring a lot, especially when you get into to, um, some of the older children when they can really grasp this idea of, um, of why are there women and why are there not men and what is the tradition of showing beauty and, and the human body and why is it beautiful. So a lot of that kind of discussion can take place by putting it all into context. Um, let's see, we uh, got a call from uh, Beulah in Roosevelt. Uh, she said she was fired from Uinta School District as a substitute art teacher for just saying Michelangelo was hired by the Catholic Church. Um, and uh, that, was, uh, that was what she wanted to uh, relate, and she thought it was an injustice that uh, Mattel Ray that was, was fired. We want to get to that perspective in from uh, Beulah in, in Roosevelt. Uh, this, this, these can... Uh, you know, in in certain schools, certain climates, um, certain cultures, this can be very loaded, 
And uh, I guess uh, maybe I'll phrase this this way. I asked uh, this of uh, our parent that we had on, Cammie Jensen. I'll ask you as well, Virginia Catherell. Um, I, I could uh, see how some school districts, some officials may want to retreat to absolute safety and, and you know, not show any images that might be anywhere close to controversial. Um, right. If I So I am a parent of small children. I have two young boys, and um, I, I would throw a, a fit, so to speak. I would definitely contact my school district if they decided to um, take out anything that that would advance my children's understanding of the world, especially um, the controversial, uh, if they think it's controversial, because it's what it does is it really does um, uh, create critical thinkers and um, uh, people who can be confronted with something that might be a little un- uncomfortable and be able to overcome it or to rationalize it or to think through it or to form an argument um, and really create a much um, stronger educational uh, system to be able to have these kinds of things, to be able to talk through them. So I would definitely, if it was my school district that was doing that, I would um, be an advocate for um, really rethinking that because you can't create a a pristine um, educational environment without without having this kind of... uh, uh, Discord. That's what, where learning takes place. Plus, in once they go out into the real world, or even after school, when they get outside of school, all of these things come at children, and they need to be armed with tools in order to confront and think through and re- and know how to deal with all of the conflict that they have in their lives. Well, we reached the end of our time. Uh, Virginia Catherall, curator of education at the Utah Museum of Fine Arts, has been with us. Thank you so much. Thank you. And uh, keep those comments coming. Uh, we'd love to get your perspective. You can email us to upraccess at gmail.com, upraccess at gmail.com, and we'll get that on the beginning of the uh, next Access uh, Utah. Uh, hope you'll join me tomorrow. We'll be talking with folklorists about uh, digital trends of 2017, including the hashtag MeToo and uh, much else. Uh, that's coming up tomorrow. Hope you join us then. Thanks for listening today.